Good morning, this is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. Today is a very special day in that it is Resurrection Sunday 2021, and we're excited because Christ has risen. Our study for today will be, Can I Get a Witness? the reality of the resurrection. I need to add a disclaimer at the beginning and, and share that this is not an argument or a discussion as to the resurrection events happening and when and the detail. But it is an explanation as to our response the response that we are to give to the world as disciples and believers in Christ. Our scripture text will come out of Paul's letter to the church at Corinth, 1 Corinthians 15, 14 through 19. If you have your Bibles, I ask that you would open them and read it with me as we will go into an explanation and description of each of those verses. Beginning in verse 14, And if Christ has not been risen, then our proclamation has been in vain, and your faith has been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified of God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise if it weren't true. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been risen. If Christ has not been risen, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most miserable. Let me offer a little context uh, concerning these verses. This is included in the letter that Paul sent to the church at Corinth. There had been several questions that had been posed with regard to this new Christian faith. And one of the questions was with regard to the resurrection as to had it occurred, its reality, and what was its meaning to them at that time. I'm sure that many of us and many of the disciples at that time asked that same question, Christ has risen, what now? I'm sure Christ's disciples uh, on that day um, when they received the resurrection proclamation from the women who visited the tomb were wondering, what now? They had personally seen the glorified Christ behind shut doors. Even after this, the disciples did not fully comprehend the implications of the resurrection and how it would change their lives forever, which is the same point for us. The implications of the resurrection and how it will change our lives forever. The disciples and the New Testament church 
would now face persecution and even death for their belief in Jesus Christ. If they were to continue the work that Jesus began, they would now need to demonstrate the reality of the resurrection. The Apostle Paul knew the importance of the resurrection and passionately defended its reality. He shared the, the magnitude of the resurrection with the Church of Corinth by highlighting the risk that would occur if they did not accept it as a fact and demonstrate its impact in their lives. This danger still exists for believers in the 21st century. In verse 14, Paul begins to expound the casualty to Christianity if Christ is not risen. First and foremost, in verse 14, it explains our faith is in vain. Imagine awakening to the news that Christ's resurrection did not occur. How would your belief system be affected? And what and who would you now place your hope and your trust? Second, if Christ is not raised, we as believers have falsely represented God, which was stated in verse 15. Jesus' resurrection is the cornerstone of God's plan of eternal salvation for man. Only God could supernaturally raise Christ from the dead. To deny the resurrection would also be denying the power of God. Third and most disturbing for me, uh, Paul concluded if Christ is not risen, we are still in our sins. We will still need to carry the grief, the guilt, the shame, the unforgiveness. We would still be lost in our sin. And our family and friends who had died in Christ, they had simply perished. It was for sin that Jesus was manifested and through his resurrection that the power of death was destroyed. The resurrection of Jesus showed that Christ's sacrifice as a lamb was accepted by God, which is the basis for the giving of the Spirit to believers and the forgiveness of sin. Finally, our text for today, verse 19, sums up the dilemma that Christians and the world in general would face if there were no resurrection. If we have hope in Christ only in this life, we are of all people most miserable. If this life is the total sum of our existence, then Christ would have died in vain, and our future prospects would be consigned to the dust from which we were created. Continuity of our existence would be halted with our last breath. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead distinguishes the Christian faith from all other religions and cults. For none of them 
claim that their founder died and rose again in the body. Buddha, Mohammed, Zoroaster, Confucius, Lao Tzu, and the other are dead and gone. Only Jesus is said to be alive forever. So crucial is this teaching that Paul spoke of that it is foundational to our hope. When we think about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we observe what's called a Paschal mystery. Paschal means in Greek to pass over. And mystery is not mystery as if it was hidden or couldn't be grasped by human reasoning. But it means it describes something that is divine truth and life. The crucifixion and resurrection and ascension and exaltation of Jesus Christ are the parts of that Paschal mystery, that divine truth of life. Its effects, which are granted to sinners, repentance, it's universal and timeless. The blood will never lose its power, whether it's the first century or 21st century. It is definitively accomplished all of the things that are important. Redemption of all creation, defeat of evil, the church is brought into existence and inauguration of the Masonic Age. Satan's dominant domination over mankind is broken and we inaugurate the kingdom of God. This Paschal mystery is a singular event that can never be repeated, undone, changed, corrected, substituted, equated, or suspended. It is present at all times and in all places while transcending space and time. I question whether we as believers fully understand the implication of Christ's resurrection in the 21st century. Year after year, we proclaim Christ is risen on Resurrection Sunday. Yes, we're willing to accept Jesus' atoning sacrifice and gift of his Holy Spirit. But at the end of the day, what changes have we implemented in our lives to reflect the supernatural manifestation that took place on Resurrection Sunday? The reality of Jesus' resurrection should make a difference in how we live. Are we living our lives as Christ has hoped when he sacrificed his life for ours? Are we doing greater works than Christ did as he stated in John 14, 12? Are we living each day joyfully expecting his return? Now is the right time to rededicate our lives to Christ and boldly demonstrate the reality of his resurrection. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Let us not be like the disciples and go back to our daily routines as they did after the resurrection. 
but let us live out the reality of the resurrection every day by boldly pursuing the good work God has begun in us. Today, as we close our teaching, as I usually do, I offer to those of you who have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to look at this Resurrection Sunday as your new beginning. You are invited to come to him as you are. There's no such thing as I have to get ready or make myself right because guess what? You never will. But he knows us. He loves us and accepts us where we are and brings us into his family. Acknowledge that he is Lord of your life and that you believe and accept the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that you want to live and walk in the newness and fullness of life. Go to our website, itwministries.org, and go to the An Invitation tab. Begin your new day today, Resurrection Sunday, walking in the reality of the resurrection. That's it for today. Thank you. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Enjoy this Resurrection Sunday, and we'll see you next week on Morning Reflections. Be blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you.